0: What's up you guys, it's Dr. D with the boom factor. Well, it's Tuesday. Tuesday and it's a doozy. Um, You can say Tuesday. Testimony. I think I should be going south, yeah. Let me head on this way. Um, How y'all doing out there? I'm up and about, as you hear, I'm downtown Houston, walking head on up over here to um, the office, waiting for the green light to go. And me and my daughter just sharing our day from yesterday, reflecting and I wrote both of us growing, which is a lovely thing. And like I told her, I'm so proud of her. One thing, it's not so much as her accomplishments, her position. You know, it's not even about things and how much money it made. One thing I told her, I am proud of her and her growth process. Y'all want know what that is that you can hear the voice of God. If we can take time out and just be able to hear our inner being to give us instructions for the day, good morning. It will save us a lot of heartache and pain. And even myself, I'm still learning y'all cause I'm gonna share some stuff that happened to me yesterday. And I really could have really, really operated in the flesh big time. And I was so up. It just got to me so much that I just had to, like, take a deep breath and just move side. I couldn't even come on the air with you guys. That's how tiring it was. And I was so frustrated. And, um... I didn't want to put that negativism on you guys. So, as I always try to share with you all, when that happens, just walk it out and talk it out. Put that stuff in the airways so the angels can take it away from you and it's just gone, right? Well, I'm going to title this episode that I'm going to be sharing with you guys, Maintaining Your Peace in an Anxious Society. I have not realized how much people are so angry and they're not at peace with themselves and how they treat other people and you know what you guys, you really don't know where a person is in their life. So you have to be careful how you talk to people, how you treat people. You don't know where people come from. You just don't know. I mean... You can go off on somebody and that be the trigger point for them to turn around and blow your head off. You just don't know, right? So why do we take it upon ourselves to think that we can handle people any kind of way by how we talk to them, right? Well, one thing I am so grateful for and I'm still learning I want to be a sharpshooter with my hearing with the Lord so much that I don't second get. I don't care if you have an ambassador role, the president, the the, the attorney, if you have these titles, if the Lord showing me something and he say, no, I'm going to say, yes, Lord, and I'm going to walk away because only God knows that person's heart. Okay. And why not? Right? Why not take heed to the person, the being that know everything about everybody at every time and every moment? Why do we think that we are more than the universe? Why do we think we're more than God? We didn't create that person, right? Even with our children. Our children is, is the ripper, uh, ripper cup of us because they come out of our loins, right? But even with that, they still have they still have their own unique authenticity that God put in them. Hey, so He duplicates He duplicates with authenticity with everybody. That's why everybody have a different thumbprint. Isn't that amazing? That every human being has a different fingerprint. Billions and billions and billions of people that walk this earth, every different person have a, a different fingerprint. And with that said, God knows every hair that's on your head. And because of that, you made it to this day. This is a new day for you. Today is the day of salvation. Today Is a brand new day that you have some new experiences. You may have some new heartaches. You may have some heartbreaks. You may have some negative things coming your way. But it's a new day. It's a new day to reveal your character, to reveal your strength, to reveal the very, very emotions that needs to be developed or put some boundaries in your life. Today is a new day. All right? So I'm going to come back on the next episode, and I want to share with you guys how to maintain your peace in this angry society. Oh, my gosh. This train is so packed. Hello. Have mercy. Let's see. Oh, you got a spot. street headquarters I'm wrapping my hair I keep my hair wrapped y'all while I'm traveling cause I, I I'm on the bus and then I, downtown it's windy for me to catch the train and they have stuff flying everywhere and dust and dirt and bugs and you know what it's not gonna happen So, I keep my hair tired up until I make it to my destination. And then, I take the scarfs off. And if I'm in my office all day, sometimes I keep it on. And sometimes I take it off. It depends on what mood I'm in, right? And I guess I'm free to do that. Um... This season through uh, tax season, they had this unknown person that I have not seen, didn't know of. I don't know what made her come by me to ask me that question, but for some apparent reason, it bothered her to see me with my head tied up. Now, I remember during tax season, the beginning of the year, it's cold, it's raining, and where they have our tax kiosk at is right there by the door, the exit emergency door where the air comes through, and my gosh, we had some very, very treacherous weather, and as my faithful listening audience, you knew that I was on the bus. Right, so I'm coming through the rain, you know, at night when I have to go to the other when I had to go to the other job. Uh, depends on what time I had left the kiosk. I called a Uber, but any other time, I was on the the metro. Right, so this person, whoever she was, it was like it really bothered her to see me with my head tied up and she had the audacity to ask me um are you a muslim i said i'm a muslim and i didn't even answer the question i was like excuse me every time i pass here your head is tied up why you have your head tied up are you a muslim i'm like excuse me ma'am First of all, I say it's very cold, and I'm cold. I say that's why I have my head tied up. I said, they have air coming straight down from here. Oh, I was just wondering, because every time I passed, you had your head tied up. I thought maybe it was like, you know, you had to have it covered or something. And I just looked, and then I just looked. I, I don't think I said nothing else. I didn't even answer the question. Because it kind of like threw me off and it was like er, where is this coming from so with me sharing that it just shows you how sometimes you don't have nothing to do with somebody opinion of you uh, you don't have control of that people just come out the blue and they feel a certain way they act a certain way you know and I've I've caught myself doing that in my lifetime you know matter of fact I have I had a customer uh, at one time and she had favored somebody that really really it was like this lady favored somebody while I was in high school and this person had really, really bullied me. I mean, bullied me to the point where, oh my gosh, I had to go the other way. You know how you've seen them scenes where the child didn't want to even deal with it, so he just went the other way? Well, I was like that. I was bullied a lot in school. And they didn't, they didn't have the different resources and stuff that we had growing up and I believe all the stuff that's happening now in society because of past generations didn't have the opportunity to express themselves you know you gotta kind of think about all of that and um, now we see in society at a whole nother level some of it's good and then some of it's real bad and most of it, it's really bad we got some really psychotic people out here. And I'm not trying to... I know I'm getting off the subject. I haven't even started the subject. But I just feel like I got to share this. I'm not trying to take up for the wrong. Even though I know it's wrong. But if you sit down and think about the whole perspective of the thing. Like <laughs> I am a stickler with. You look at the whole perspective of... The issue, okay, there's some serious, serious mental issues going on and some emotional struggles that the past generation have to deal with that even the church didn't even tap into, okay? And so, you got to look at all of that. You got to look at all of that, you guys, all right? Now, on the flip side of that, I'm not saying we should be so compassionate to the point where we just let everything fly by night and everybody can do what they want. Hey, it's your thing. Do whatever you want to do. No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying overall, that we should take time out and allow people like the young lady that said, in front of my desk who's going to commit suicide. She told me after the fact, after she'd invented almost 30, 35 minutes. Okay. And I'm sitting up there and I listen. Cause the Lord just say, don't do nothing. I didn't do anything. I didn't get on the phone. I ain't acting like I was trying to do the work. I gave her my uninvited attention. I gave her full attention, right? And because of that, and that's what she said... Because of that, she was able to move on the next step of her life. She was able to redeem her life and not take her life. And she told me, she said, You know what? I, I pray. And she said, She prayed. She said, I prayed to God. Not saying that she was a believer in anything, because a lot of people pray to God. But then about it, have a lot of people are not hearing God to take their time out to listen to be an answer to somebody. You are an answer to somebody's prayer. A lot of times we think about us going through our little stuff but you are an answer some kind of way, you are an answer to somebody's prayer. And that young lady said if she didn't get somebody to hear her out she was gonna do her tax return and she was going home and kill herself. Now with that said, you got all this stuff is happening out here in the world. Right? And truth be told, nobody did never take a time out to listen. To that young boy, that young girl. And you know, we was brought up old school. You don't talk about certain stuff. What goes on in this house stays in this house. They kept stuff secret. And that's why a lot of molestation happened. Our girls got molested by our family members, neighbors and babysitters. Our boys got molested. Great. You know, they think that was a sexual encounter, but at the end of the day, they got raped. Nobody didn't want to talk about it. And then when they start acting out in certain ways growing up through their life, then now they got a problem. Or they rebellion, or they just want to do their thing. No, they crying out. That's the best way they can get attention. This is the best way they can try to show you, hey, something happened to me. Listen, listen, something happened to me. I was a grown person, and and I could tell you this, I was a grown person, and I don't know, I probably about 30-something years old. I knew it was after Hurricane Katrina, because I went to go see my mama, and really, that particular weekend, I really needed my mother. I really needed her, right? And so, uh, I was almost raped. I was touched, and it could have went to rape, but it didn't, because I left, all right? I had stopped to visit somebody just to see how they was doing or whatever. And this person caught me off guard. And I was like, whoa, what is this? And then it act like, oh, wait, ain't nothing. Just relax. We good. We know each other. I'm like, yeah, we know each other, but not in that sense. You see what I'm saying? And I really felt violated. I mean, I felt crushed. I felt hurt. You know, it made me feel like I was when I was younger because I was touched. Y'all see what I'm talking about? And so when I went to my mother, I just wanted like, to sit by her and tell her what had happened whatever. But by her being the way she was, all right, I had to hold that in. I wasn't able to express myself. And so a lot of times in life, you're going to need somebody in your world that's going to take time to hear you. You have to have somebody where you can speak your truth, express yourself, you know? I mean, hey, it it, it sometimes it's not going to come out all holy and perfect. When people this, is, express themselves, they may have some choice words. Y'all not going to sit here and tell me, don't sit here and tell me, you guys, that when you angry, you don't be using those choice words. You know you be cursing. Don't be doing people that. You know, yeah, they respect you, but that's just how they feel. Let that part of that expression come out, because that's how they feel at that moment. Just let it rip. And then after you can say, you know what, you can calm down. Now when you know somebody just just talking stuck you know I I have to um I have to I had to do that for some individuals one time, like I was at work. I haven't even got on the subject. <laughs> um I'm at work and this young man he just running He just cursing, cursing. I say, young man, excuse me, can you kind of calm down with the foul language? Because, you know, he just was just talking, just talking. Everything came out of his mouth was a curse word. I mean, it was just so disrespectful. You could tell when that spirit was being disrespectful, and you could tell that person trying to express themselves because something was done. He just, just had a foul mouth. Now, when that happens, yeah, you got to kind of take authority of that and say, you know what? can you kind of like calm down with the language? You know, or if I see a beautiful young lady and she just doing the same thing, you know, because some ladies, come on y'all, some ladies, y'all need some, some soap and hot sauce in your mouth. You're too beautiful that every, I mean, every verb, every adjective, everything come out your mouth is a curse word. Everything? It's like, Come on, now. You can do better than that. So you kind of know the difference, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. I kind of know the difference. So I'm not saying... I'm not saying this will have people to disrespect you. You know? You know, but when certain stuff happens, you have to allow people to express themselves. You know, like that commercial? Express yourself! Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know, you gotta let that happen. And I've noticed through the lifetime, all the stuff that's going on, a lot of people in society now are just expressing themselves because they did not have the opportunity to express themselves in the past. Now we have to go back and correct a lot of stuff to the point where now it's a big big problem and I shouldn't say it's a problem but man it's like okay you can express yourself but don't force me to accept your expression I'm gonna tolerate you to the point where um that's you. I'm going to love you for you. So now you have to love me for my choice and for my stand. And don't get mad or don't try to take me to court or don't try to infringe on my First Amendment because this is how you feel and this is how you want to act. You have a choice. If you know I represent something that's against what you're doing, why come my way? You see, now, that's witchcraft. That's the one that's trying to control every mechanism. And that's what this is. You're trying to control something that God didn't give you permission to control. And upon that, I'm going to switch to really go to... And I guess that's also... That could be part of what I wanted to share. You know, about people maintaining your peace in an angry society because if you were to look at it that's what's going on society is really angry people are angry they're frustrated you know they feel they, they, they're trying to maintain the good life and it's being ripped away from them you know everything's going up with the paycheck uh, more work is being put on people more demands are being put on individuals you see it's like the family structure is being toned down nobody have morals and standards anymore everybody just you know calling good evil and evil good you're confusing the children even the children at five and six years old now they got to sit around and wonder is is this good is this bad You you know Oh, it's okay that i have two mommies and two daddies that sleep in the same bed i mean come on you guys So now they want to have a friend, and they want to bring their friend over. And so if it's a guy, if it's a young boy, oh, it's all right to bring Jimmy over. Come on, Jimmy and Sam, y'all can come over and play with each other. And literally, they ain't playing blocks and G.I. Joe. They playing with each other sexually. And it's okay. Y'all, that is not okay. There's something seriously wrong with that picture. I'm sorry out there who have ears to hear me. That is not okay. I'm sorry. I been not see my grandson at 4 and 5 years old playing with another 4 and 5 years old um, body parts and saying that's okay. Oh, no. We're going to have a session quick. I'm sorry. T- First of all, they're too young to even understand that unless it's being taught being shown or being watched. You should be having some trucks, some G.I. Joe guns out there digging in the dirt, climbing trees. That's what y'all should be doing. Playing marbles. (laughs) You should see. Riding some bicycles or something. Building blocks. That's what I won't see at five and six years old. How about that? That's what we need to get back to. But if society have embraced all of this, the peace is gone now. And just everybody just going wild. But we have to have some individuals that still have that mindset that, hey, we're going to fight for the tradition Of the familyhood. We have to. It's a must. It's a must you guys. And we talking about we want a boom factor in our life. The father can't do a boom factor in your life. If your lifestyle is not living to part to experience that boom factor and you probably have had a boom factor in your past life and that was a sure sign that God is with you and he's still with you I'm not saying God is not with you but what God is it the God of Abraham Isaac or Jacob or is it the God of this world or is it a crystal ball God Oh, I mean, come on, this world got so many gods, just like in the in the in the city of Babylon back in the Old Testament, everybody had their own God to serve, but I'm talking about the true and living God of Israel, the God of Isaac, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm talking about the God of Yah, the Elohim, the omnipotent God who manifests himself. In the scrolls, the Torah, the word, the manifestation of when he told Moses to go forth and he stretched out his rod and that raised sea opened up. Don't y'all know that they found the chariots? They found in um, artifacts and stuff in the sea, where the chariots was buried. The God is literally some kind of way. Did y'all see where um they found um, these giants, skeletons, like in Goliath, the story of David and Goliath. They had giants in the world. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Think Clash of the Titans? This was a movie. Once upon a time, it was it. They had dinosaurs. They had they had amphibians. Come on, you guys. Open up your mind. The movies are not just movies just coming on. Open up your mind. So you can understand what's really happening. What's really occurring in the world today. The Lord said, I don't want you ignorant, but I do need you to go and search a matter out. Search it out for yourself. Take time out, search it out for yourself, and you get a better understanding on what's happening. Do you want to take time out to search it out? Sometimes some people don't. You know. Some just wanna just do stuff. You know. Like I heard somebody say, Well, in due time everything's gonna fall into place. Yeah, it will. It will, it it'll fall in place, alright. But well, why not make sure that you in your rightful place so when it falls in place, it won't fall on you or, better yet, you can receive your reward for being in the right place at the right time. Most of us, a lot of things happen to us because we're in the wrong place at the wrong time. We miss our timing for stuff. I don't know about y'all, I'm tired of missing my timing for things. I heard somebody say, you're in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's true. Because at the end of the day, your destiny going to be fulfilled anyway. Now, it depends on how you're going to get there. Now, it, some get there faster than others because some have more dedication and more discipline. And yeah, that's why a lot of people achieve stuff faster than others. Like, I can even tell myself, I see people going forward and doing stuff and, you know, I'm I'm just a little, I'm pacing myself. I'm just a little, I guess, slower. Um, I guess I'm not in a hurry. Um, I'm not making a dollar my number one thing. Uh, I'm the Lord told me build relationships. He told me I'm going to teach you how to build a supernatural business that's going to last. And so that's what I've been doing. Because at the end of all of it, it's not always about money. Now you're going to make money, and I'm going to make sure money comes to you. And that's what he's doing now. He's teaching me. How to make my money, how to get my money. <laughs> Alright you guys, sorry about that. Drop the phone. Put in the midst of that me dropping the phone. It cuts off, so I'm at another um, episode and oh the bus gotta go catch the bus Gus I was like behind a pole staying away from the, the heat oh, it' so hot but um yeah the phone fell so when the phone fell it just it just shut down the record. where um like if you're not at a certain bus stop you gotta be at connect the connected bus stop they're gonna start your fail all
1: over
0: again well I guess I say, wow it's Dr. D you should move fast yep I move very fast and that's why I have to um Maintain my ankle because They maintain my feet Because they don't understand my feet gets me to where I need to go I don't have time for me to Have issues with my foot I you was know, sharing with you guys about, you know, maintaining a peace in this Angry society and just how, you know, people don't take time to hear folks out. We don't take time to know each other and we don't take time to monitor those children. We just let them children just do what they want. And uh they open themselves up to demonic forces. <laughs> That's why you got these shootouts at these schools and just a lot of things that I see and I think about y'all but I wish y'all with y'all once I get off this bus my encounter yesterday on how I had to fight for my peace to maintain my peace and once again just to show you how people just come at you and they don't even know you when it is coming at you man. It's like, wow. It's it's a crazy thing. It really is.
1: Yeah, so, um...
0: I had left my office. You know, I caught up riding my daughter into town. Maybe to make it to the office do a, check out their emails right and I said well, let me leave about 12.30 because my appointment was for 3 right so I figured by the time he catch the bus the train catch the bus I get there about 2.30 get there on time well that didn't happen that way caught the bus right caught the bus the first bus to get to the train station. That's about twenty minutes. Alright. Get to the train station. That's okay. So when you get to the train station, I don't get on a train after catch the number five. Number five is gonna take me to the number 76, where in return, the 76 are taken to the doctor's the office. The the well, the number five was late. Number five should have got there about
1: huh?
0: maybe 105. The number five bus didn't get to the train station till uh, like maybe 1 30. No, 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 it was no, no. I must say I just missed the one, the number five because I ran, ran over there to um, Jack in the Box to use the restaurant and I got me a power aid because it was so hot. And I remember I looked at the um, the schedule, and the next one, the next number five, didn't pass to two ten. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, what happened to the the one the one thirty? Wait, was one
1: twenty-five?
0: It was supposed to one pass at one thirty-five. Well, I either had just missed it or it never showed up. I Probably had just missed it. So on the The routine because when you schedule your trip, it shows you the time the bus comes, where it stops. You kinda can estimate where you need to be, right? Well, even with the two ten, I still could have made it to the doctor's office probably about two fifty five.
1: Well, that didn't happen, y'all no, that didn't happen. It did not happen at all.
0: What happened was <laughs> the number five didn't come until like two fifteen then there's the road had detours. they're working on the streets in Houston. they're always working on the streets in Houston, streets in Houston right. And working on the streets, and so, so that
1: that that caused
0: that that caused a uh, a delay, right? That caused a delay, and then um, they changed the route. <laughs> and this is what really got me that I had to like control my peace right yeah, control my 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 emotions gets all finally the number five get to my uh transfer part you already gotta cross the street about maybe two hundred meters. To get to the next bus stop why the number 76 seen the number five at the corner dropping us off why this man just gonna pass us by the bus driver blew the horn and he just passed us by like okay no y'all just catch the next one not knowing that the next 76 bus ain't gonna pass until 25 minutes later. Well, right then and there, I'm going to be late, right? I'm going to be late. So I called the doctor's office and told the doctor, look, this is Miss Irvin. I'm going to be about 10, 15 minutes late. The bus just passed. And uh, she said, oh, okay, you can come on. So I figured, even with that, I looked at the time. I said, okay, so I'll, I'll get to like 3.10, right? Y'all, I waited and waited and waited. So, while I was waiting, I got a phone call, which I'll talk about that in the next episode. Got a phone call from L.I. University um, Compliance um, Department where I had sent the letter. Remember I told you the other day, my supervisor called himself trying to write me up because I didn't call within the four hour time slot that I was coming in to work. So we'll talk about that on the next episode. The bus just gonna pass us by. Then it finally shows up. And I looked at the time. I said, Oh Lord I say, you know what? It is what it is. I have no control. Came the bus schedule. It's late, it's late. But I was disturbed because the other bus driver saw us get off the bus. And I, when I went to the public hearing, I definitely made that known that why do the Metro drivers don't give the pedestrians the opportunity to transfer to their proper bus? And they see the connecting buses. And they're still in there waiting. They just pass us by. You know. Just pass you by. You know. And um. They definitely documented that. And say that they're going to take that to. Whoever they need to take to. But. I don't see what's happening. Because. I don't see no change. And that was like three months ago. But well, Anyway. So I finally made it to the doctor's office. I get to the doctor's office about 3.35, all right? So I get to the doctor's office. And so the young lady, um, yeah, she, she's probably older. But I think I'm older than some people think I am. So they kind of like try to handle me like a child sometimes. And so I was signing in. And she just abruptly Oh no, don't sign in, because I don't know, we gonna, um... You said you was gonna be 15 minutes, and it's, um, going on 4 o'clock. I said, alright. And so the therapist said, no, we don't have to leave here until 6, she could sign in. Oh, but go ahead and sign in. You know, she was very rude... And adamant, you know, like, you know, I done stole something from her, right? So, and I looked, and I was about to say something, because I was already tired. All right, I was already tired. I was hot. I'm disturbed. Now my feet starting to hurt, right? It just, you know, mechanisms was like, starting to work. The, the forces of tension was, yes, was building up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Southwest freeway.
0: But I took a deep breath and I sit there. You know. And so, um, the therapist he came, he sit next to me, he said, um he said, You okay? He said, Just take a deep breath. He said, How you doing today? And I was like yeah I was about to go in right I was about to say, you know these buses this and I don't understand why these buses be passing you, passing you up and everything I said, but you know what I'm good i'm guess I don't right. even want to talk about Please it I'm good and he was minutes. like, no, thank you for Sure, you all right you know and I said yeah i'm I'm good I'm good
1: so that's when he said, okay,
0: well, let me know when you're ready
1: Guess sir at Tyburn.
0: When you're ready, we get started. I said, thank you for your patience. you know. And then we started the, the foot therapy, you know. So I, I was blessed for that concern. And that helped me calm myself down. So that's what I'm sharing that a lot of times we are answered to somebody else's prayer even though we may not be able to express the full whatever you are going through, but God uses people to try to show you, hey, I, I got you, yeah, I see. Just just relax. And so by a the therapist taking his time out first to make 26. sure that I was alright. Yes, what did they before we started therapy. Your card as you enter the
1: therapy. Thank you for riding Metro. And that helped.
0: So now I was in a better mind frame. So I took another breath. It's so important that we breathe, right? You know, move side, move side. <laughs> so that's what I did. And let make sure I get off the right stop. Oh my gosh! Roller coaster street.
1: gasner 6. Gessner, what do they think? Gessner, please tap your cue card oh. as you enter the bus. Thank you for riding Metro. On, i long going to the vehicle. I that. Thank you for being here for Gessner, at... Is it... Fire station. Yeah, Is this your elevator? I
0: There's some stretching. Oh I feel my muscles. Yeah, so that that was that encounter. Now so the other um the other therapy had me to do a balancing uh, a balancing uh, regimen the tenders because what's happening my the ligament within my ankle that's where the nerve is being pinched right the artery or or whatever that is right the vein the arteries but he was saying the tender ligaments the ligaments right So that's what the therapy is for to alleviate I guess whatever shock or trauma that occurred because of the ankle. so it's not so much as the ankle bone, right it's in between the muscles, right And he showed it to me on the anatomy arm. Um, portrait the foot part why that inside part is hurting okay now with all that said let me tell you what the doctor did and that's what got me real frustrated to the point where I wanted to punch that doctor in his face I'm serious so By me going to the emergency room the other day, my pressure was so high. And it's because now I have added an extra, an extra thing to my schedule. And I'm on a bus, y'all. And then the doctor is way like on the golf thing. It's really out my way, okay? And so I asked him, I said, well, can y'all schedule? And it's like everywhere where they want to schedule. It's really about the same distance out my way. So I'm like, well, no, just go ahead and keep it that way. I'll make it work. So I'm, if I'm coming from work, you guys, I have not been sleep. As you see, it's going to take me about two hours to get there, no matter what distance. On a bus, it's going to take me two hours. Okay. So now if I'm scheduling, I got to schedule it to the point where I go, go to the doctor, then be able to catch that last bus to get me to Seabrook. Because if I don't make it there to that space station by five, then I have to catch another bus, and if I gotta catch an Uber, that's gonna be $20, $25 to get me home. That's expensive, you gotta do that every day. When, in return, I can catch to the space station, And my daughter can pick me up. That's five minutes, right? So I'm thinking about all of this. I'm like trying to calculate, trying to get my stuff together. That's why when when people try to put me in this little this little mold, I'm not able to explain it because I my schedule is just what it is, you guys, and that's just how it is. And I know y'all don't want to hear about that, but I just gotta. That's just where I'm at right now, and I'm making it work, and I, I don't have the strength and the energy to try to make somebody understand, even when they want to put their hand in it, oh, I can help you do this and help you do that, no, because people get weary of you, and I said like this here, I'm not the type of person, a victim, My, uh, you know, some people have this the victim mentality, right, and it's, dancing in distress or they got this little negative vibe going on with them that, oh, I need help, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, oh, I need it right here, I don't have no full run of money, my bills paid, no, 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 you'll never hear that from me, sorry, that's the D, and I know y'all have never, no, and I'm sorry, this is how God built me. So I say all that they're saying. So, I got all this piling up on me, right? So, now, what's happening is putting extra pressure on my feet because I'm walking. See, the whole thing is me walking, right? And now, I'm walking. And if I walk so long, not properly elevating my feet like I'm told, or sitting down and getting up, sitting down and getting up. Then that's when that little nerve start tingling, right? It's like a stabbing pain. It's like inside my heel, it's like somebody got a knife. It's like, whoa, what is this? It feels real, real odd. I never felt that before. So this is what I'm trying to explain to the doctor, right? I say, doc, you told me to go to the hospital. My pressure was this. And uh, the emergency doctor was telling me that I need to like just focus on getting myself healed so I can be able to walk better, you know, and just hope that your job understands the situation because you got hurt on the job and just get yourself better because your blood pressure, you're on borderline, you could have had a stroke. I said, oh, the devil is a lie. All right. So I'm sharing this with the doctor who told me to go to the emergency room. That's what kind of like got me, how he was talking to me, how he was treating me. So uh, he came in, he said, said, well, well, what's going on today? I was like, whoa. I knew right then and there something was right with his spirit because last week you wasn't talking to me like that. See? So I was like, whoa. I said, well, Dom. I say, the nerve is happening while I'm walking. You know, I'm good, but when I'm walking a lot of time, I'll be coming out here, I'm on the bus. I'm, I'm You know, it's an extra pressure on my feet and then that stinging pain. I say now, even at night, which is true, at night I'm waking up because the pain hits me a certain way, right? Oh well, uh, your ankle—you uh, heal. I mean, your your ankle look like it's healing up. I mean, well, what's the problem? I was like, Rrr. I said, excuse me. I said, my ankle. I'm telling you about what I'm feeling. I said, I'm gonna need restrictions on my on my doctor papers because. I can't force myself to keep going to work and trying to come out here. no, I can't do that I, I'm not able to put restrictions on your paperwork you know no restrictions no, I can't do that matter of fact you're you're you in that wrong or a whole month to heal your ankle oh no your your- your your ankle is healing fine now why he's saying my ankle is healing fine? he's squeezing my ankle in my heel and I'm like, ow just say. And I had to pull his hand away. I said, Ow, what you doing? That hurt. Well, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not able to do that. And he walked out the room, y'all. He just walked out the room. I said, Huh? I said, Excuse me. The man walked out the room, y'all, and just left it like that. I said, Oh, okay. This is how we're going to roll. Okay. And I was like, mm, and I just said it, I said it, I didn't yell out or anything, I just expressed how I felt, I said, oh, I see what this about. You gonna make sure you get paid, the therapist gonna get paid, everybody gonna get paid, but Dr. D ain't gonna get paid. I said, oh no, Dr. D gonna get her money. Just like that. So I just got my little stuff, y'all. I went on and sit down in the weight room, put my socks back on, put my brace back on, and the nurse going to call me back and say, oh, Mr. Irvin, your paperwork is ready. So on the paperwork, the, the paperwork said, uh, next appointment, no restrictions. All right. Now, you just said, you just said in the room that my, ha- my ankle is heal. Well, he didn't say heel. He said, "Oh, your ankle is better. It, it don't take 30 days for your ankle to 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 um get better." All right. So, if my ankle is better, y'all, why you making an appointment for me to come see you again next week? Matter of fact, they had two appointment dates on them. Now, y'all explain that to me. Now, what I'm talking about, peace. How pe- how you got to fight for your peace? I was really like, you know what? I was done. After that, I was like ready just to go off on somebody. Lord, let me go off somebody. I'm tired of trying to be Mr. Good Two Shoes, faithful Christian, being about the word, trying to put the flesh under. I am just sick and tired of this here. I'm just let me just go over here and go off on these people. <laughs> The Lord told me, "No, pack your stuff up and just just sit down trailer and leave. You know what you have to do. Just make the phone call. Just send a letter. You already have an advocate." And so I thought about it. I said, "Oh yeah, okay." So that's that's what I'm I'm really I'm, I'm understanding, right? That. You have to maintain your peace when others don't.
1: Sixty-five. Listen mm,
0: right. up. And upon <laughs> that, I'll talk to you guys on the next episode.
1: That's a rock
0: right. All right. You doing? How? <laughs> How are you? Blue air. Uh. See you uh, this is what I'm talking about. The, the driver just got off the bus. I don't know where he went. He probably went to the restaurant or something. I don't know. But see, this is what I'm talking about. You don't, you don't have control of the driver when they just, they're behind schedule or they just got off the bus like this. Now, I got somebody waiting for me. Right? And I'm looking up the bus driver, not even on a bus. How do you do that? And then you got people like I was telling y'all, the young lady at the doctor's office, right? Oh no, don't sign in. You know, you say you was gonna be here so and so, and it's 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 three forty-five. Just looking like whatever it makes you just like look at it and shake your head, cause they just don't understand, And they get that little little thing with them. But anyway, um, so that's one of the areas. Other people. Try to make, try to steal your peace and your joy. Things pop up. You be affected by the actions of others, right? They comments towards you. They don't even know what you just encountered, right? And you just like, okay, I'm not even responding to this. because You really don't even understand what just happened to me. On the flip side, some people just don't care. If they're not disciplined, you know, if they're not disciplined to the point where they control of their their, their emotions and their actions, see, that's how people go off on each other. Because of just that. Where did he go? I'm trying to understand. Now we have a meeting for 11 Now I left my office at 10 o'clock to make sure I get to this apartment, right? You try to leave at least an hour and a half, two hours earlier to make your appointment, and it's 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 like what's really going on here. That's how I know sooner or later I know my car is coming. My car is coming soon, cause I'm really like it's becoming weary now. It really is.